What is up, everybody, and welcome to episode 20 of The Life of Pi. I do apologize for the delay. I've had some stuff going on that's kept me busy and kept me away from you guys. And I didn't want to come back until I had the energy and time to do this because I want to do this right. So tonight, we are going to talk about the first two episodes of Loki, which is available now on Disney+. It's being released every Wednesday, I believe. No, I'm not being paid by them. I'm just letting you guys know where you guys can check it out and what day. So just jumping right off into it. Can we just give a round of applause to Tom Hiddleston as Loki? There, when people say certain people are born to play a character, I truly believe this man was born to play this role. I absolutely love him as Loki. I think he is fantastic. His just little snotty remarks, his mischievousness, his facial features, his little comments here and there. It's just even in the movies and out in the show, I think he was honest to God born to play this role. I'm sorry. I had to get that off my chest. I just absolutely love him as his character. I can't, he's a bad guy, but I can't even hate him because he's so good at this role and this role is so much fun. And I'm so excited that they made a show about it because I wasn't done with this role after the Avengers movies were done. I wasn't done with it. I was ready for more. And so you know what? Kevin Feig and Marvel gave us more. So let's jump right into it. You know, you got episode one. It, you know, it starts off right where you expect it to. You know, Loki takes the Tesseract, disappears. And you know what? Me personally, I'm glad they did this because I was like, where did he go? What's he doing? What's he been up to? Because he just disappears. And you don't know. And so I love that they brought him back this way. They drop him in the middle of a desert, kind of like an Iron Man. Where Iron Man just drops into a pot of sand and just crap everywhere. And then the time variance, people come and find him within like seconds. And of course, Loki's like, I'm Loki, king of Asgard, king of mischief. And he and he thinks he's like this big, powerful big. And then that lady just smacks him in the face with the stick. And slows down time to one sixteenth of the speed. It is so brilliant. And let's talk about, you know, the introduction we introduced to Owen Wilson's character, Mobius Mobius. I don't know much about this character from the Marvel stuff because I said I'm not a huge, I haven't read a lot of the comics, but I love the movies and the shows. So for me, the character he was given. I think he's doing a great job. That lot, like some people out there, aren't a big fan of Owen Wilson, but I actually very much enjoy him. And I think the way him and Tom Hiddleston kind of, um, what's the word? I guess like interact and play off each other in these roles, I think is fantastic. Because he's wanting to trust Loki, and Loki doesn't is wanting to trust him, but they both know they can't trust each other. Because Loki's getting thrown into this whole new world, you know, where like his powers are gone and time is different and almost stands still. He has no control of time. They control all the time. And he even says like, is this the greatest power in the world? And so like, I just, I love this whole aspect of like the time variance. Again, I don't know much about this. I'm still like Googling up and reading up on it. And like everything I've seen, I think it's a pretty cool like concept that Marvel has used with this is that there's actually people that control every timeline of every human being, of everything that's ever said, and that their timeline is played out 
millions and trillions of time over and over and over again. And if anything gets put out of whack, you know, just whatever, you know, like, for example, Loki disappearing and not staying with the Avengers. You know, I love that they go in and they like fix it. I think that's like a really cool aspect. And the fact that like Loki struggles with this so much, and he's just like, he thinks, you know, he's this big badass dude. And like, he's really not like, cause to them, they can, they can call him a pussycat basically. Cause you know, and, and then we talk, and then they go into how like, there's the timekeepers. There's another thing that I need to look up more into for next episode. Cause I feel like they're going to dive into this. The timekeeper stuff, I think is awesome. I want to meet the timekeepers. Like we see the statues in the head lady's office. So it's like, when are we going to get to actually see and meet these characters? Or are we going to ever? Is that just going to be like a big tease till the end? Like, I want to meet him. I want Loki to have an interaction with these people. You know, I feel like all you guys out there, the big Marvel comic book people, you know, whoever you are, I think you want that too. And of course, you guys, you know, who have read the comics and all that know what they're capable of. I don't, again, again, I'm still doing the research on it. I'm, you know, it's a lot to learn to look up, you know, from week to week, you know, working a full-time job outside of this. But again, I do hope that we get to meet and see them and see what their true powers are. Cause I think that'd be really cool thing for Marvel to explore. And then, you know, in the fact that Loki gets to see literally his entire life past present and future i think that is just so eerie to think about like thinking about what he's thinking and feeling seeing his mother get killed because of him you know him meeting his demise at the hand of thanos spoilers but at this point you guys have all probably seen the movie so it's not really a spoiler you know and in the end you know he dies almost a hero if you think about it in the movies and so, like, the fact that he is almost, like, giddy about it with his glorious purpose, he's almost, like, giddy about this whole thing. It's, like, really intriguing. And I loved the one scene that I, one thing that I caught, maybe I'm just, like, overlooking into things too much. But I know something small, but maybe, you know, maybe it's really nothing. After Loki uh, pickpockets Owen Wilson, Miss Mobius Mobius, and gets the little um, time clicker thingy. I don't, I can't remember the name. I'm sorry. And he escapes and he ends up down with like the guys running all the time stuff with uh, Casey. Then he gets the Tesseract, tries to use the Tesseract. Again, no magic. And Casey opens up a drawer with like dozens of Infinity Stones. And so that tells you right there that there's hundreds of millions of universes out there, all with infinity stones. And the fact they just keep them in a drawer and the guy says, we use them as paperweights. It's just like, it's crazy. And I noticed, this reads to my point. I noticed if you pay attention, I mean, you didn't catch me if you did. I thought this was really cool. There's something cool that the director Kate Heron did. Maybe she wasn't even trying to, it just happened. But the fact that Loki, the one stone that Loki picks up is the time stone, the green time stone. So I thought that was a cool little, almost like Easter egg type thing. I thought that was really sweet because you know, to me, that's, that's what the whole show's about. 
It's about time travel, time manipulation. And I think shows like that are so cool and different and unique and very difficult to do. And the fact that he picked up the time stone, I feel like it was really sudden, really small. But I love that that was a stone he picked up. And you never, I don't think I ever saw him put it down. Maybe he did and I just missed it. But I feel like that's definitely a foreshadowing of what's going to happen in future episodes. Obviously, Loki has to do some time traveling. And I said, I love that was, um, that was in there. And, um, but yeah, this show I think is great, you know, and then of course, you know, we, you know, you see Loki also as D.B. Cooper, which is hilarious. He goes, yeah, I'd be D.B. Cooper because I lost a bet to Thor. And then when he jumps out of the plane, Thor sucks him back up. He loses all the money. (laughs) I thought that was absolutely hilarious. I also love how they talk about, you know, the different levels of disasters in the second episode. You know, like I think I figured they said, I think that the Pompeii one was to me, that was funny because like there's walking around like, you know, our time period closed back. I think it was like 79 AD is what it was. Then Loki starts to scream in Italian. I'm like, you're all going to die. You're all going to die. And they're all just looking like, what are you talking about? You know, and the fact that Loki's the one that finds, you know, like, like almost like basically helps track down and find where the other Loki has been hiding in these disasters across the universes, I think is so genius the way they did that. I love that the person they're tracking down is another Loki. I think that is fantastic that Loki basically has to contend with himself because he knows how he thinks. And I love that they just made these random variants of Loki. Like, one, he's like a big uh, matador. He's a football player, a soccer player, and just different ones. And I love that hes they're using him to track himself down. And then I love also that they brought in a character that I actually had to look up. I'm going to slaughter this name. I apologize in advance. Is Slivy Lafia Daturi, which is basically a female version of Loki. And a little bit that I did look up, I guess it's a um, it's a female that Loki, um, something happens and Loki meets her and gives her powers just to like basically mess with her. So I don't know if that's what they're going to do in this show. Like that was in the past and it hasn't happened. He has a no box of time traveling. And I love this character because they don't, you don't really, she doesn't really talk. She just kind of acts. So with her character, when they go to the hurricane disaster and then all, all that happens and the, and the character is just messing with him over and over and over again, then eventually she's like, follow me. Then Loki goes to the door. So it's like, I'm really pumped for next week. So I'm like, where does Loki come out? What happened to him? Did he actually follow her in? Did he not? And I loved that the other Loki has been using their um, their time travel equipment to basically like bum rush them and attack them and kill them. I thought that was really cool. So I am like super excited for this next coming week. And like, I can't wait for it. Again, this is going to be, I feel like this is going to be a really good series. I hope there's a movie coming out. I think there is, but I'm not sure. 
But um, but yeah, that's all I got for you guys tonight. I want to keep it short, but that's kind of giving my thoughts and opinions on this. And I will talk to you guys all next time. Until next time, I hope you've enjoyed this slice of pie.